Well, good morning, everyone. Um, it is um, 11.09 on Friday morning. Um, sometimes you'll not get this uh, broadcast until later in the day or evening. So um, sometimes I, I'm doing other things, most times, I should say, and I don't post it right away. But you do get it the same day, so just in case you're wondering why... It was in the morning, and you didn't get in the morning. Um, I usually wait. So anyway, uh, a couple of things. Um, I will have your quizzes completed by no later than Monday. Uh, I've got other classes also. I'm not making an excuse, but that's just a plain fact. Other classes that uh, their quizzes come up at the same time. Saying that, uh, you'll notice that uh, all of you will have uh, an obvious grade on on your. your quiz and um, I will say to you that there are some of you that um, could have done better there's still some that have not um, passed in any assignment For those people who haven't passed it in it's a zero, a failure. You want to pass it in and uh, get points taken off, it's up to you. But you know who you are. I haven't got your, um, I haven't got your uh, quizzes, so I don't know what you did with them, and I don't know why you would not do it. But it's obvious that you didn't. Because I don't have it. When I tell you that you have it, have, have a completion of any type of test, quiz, midterm, final, whatever it is, and I give you a specific date and then give you more time because of whatever reasons people have asked me for, I've done that. I've done that in this case. I've extended myself. Yet some of you don't do what the course requires, which was passed in a quiz. And let me, uh, let me be perfectly clear. When you do a quiz... And I ask for a minimum amount of pages. You need to do that. I do not want to see a submission of one long paragraph on some of the important things that have happened in criminology that affect us today. You want to write one long paragraph? You're going to be marked accordingly. On the quizzes, which I talked about, on a podcast 
a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks, a minimum of three pages. I got that from plenty of students. But there's plenty of students that didn't do it. So what, they listened to the podcast and you didn't? Pay attention to what I require. If you can't do that work, let me know. You don't have to stay in the class, just let me know. You want to drop out, and give you a W. Up to you. But these, this is an important topic. This is either the second or third subject, course, that you're taking in social sciences. I'm believing that if that's the case, that you're going to be majoring in social science and maybe criminology. I don't know that. But if that's true, and you can't listen to a podcast that tells you to do at least three pages on a quiz and you come up and give me a paragraph, I'm not going to be happy. So do the work. Or you'll be marked accordingly. Plain and simple. I've talked about this before, and I don't want to have to talk about it again. You have a problem with your mark? You want to call me? You want to text me? You want to email me? Be my guest. My opinion is that we should talk. Not by email, not by texting me, not by the standards of the the 2020 ideas of how people communicate, but call me on the phone. Let's have a discussion. My number is 508-414-9708. I've already given you that number. It's on your syllabus. Take advantage of it. Now, I'm only concerned about this because some of you are not following directions. This is a a college class. This is not high school anymore. You've been out of high school two years. What is the problem? You're online now. Oh, you don't think it's as important as being in the classroom? This is your classroom. And your actions speak louder than words if you don't do the work that I'm asking for in the way that I would want to see you learn. So I understand that you understand what criminology is all about. You have a particular opinion about crime, Criminology, the extent, cause, an idea of what criminology is all about, then you should understand what that means. And I had some questions from people, and all I did 
was give them the definition of criminology, the scientific study of the nature, extent, cause, and control of crime. And crime is just what it says. There are laws that you must abide by in particular society, and in our case, in the U.S. society. Don't get criminology and crime mixed up because there's different levels here. I had several questions about that. I had several uh, discussions about that with students. Criminology is not just about the idea of controlling crime. It's about the nature of the crime and the extent of the crime and the cause of the crime, not just being arrested. So criminology has a couple of different faces. How is it that people have a criminal background? It's just a crime to have a criminal background? That's it? That's it? When you interpret dangerous minds... Several of you. All it was to you was the idea of it was a setting of a high school student life. If that's what you believed, then you didn't watch the film closely enough. You didn't watch the young black woman who had to leave school because she was pregnant and had to go to another school. But you found out later in the film that that's what the high school where she went to, where the, where the film takes place, gives her a suggestion to leave the school because they don't want anybody there that's pregnant. Now, she didn't create a crime. But is there something there that could have been? the cause of a crime. And in my opinion, the cause of that whole scenario is a crime because you're discriminating against a woman, young woman as she may be, of color, who is pregnant. Don't tell me that's not part of criminology. She just didn't end up having a criminal act. And then you saw one of the leading figures, a young Hispanic kid who ran the class, who you saw a progression of change in him and a vulnerability in him. And there was going to be problems because of the girl he was going out with and and the gentleman, the young Hispanic person who went to jail prior to these two, this two, these two people getting together. If you watched the film, you saw what happened. You saw that they were together and the gentleman who came out of jail went to take his girl back and, and she said no and he said no and there was a confrontation, was there not? Then he goes and talks to the teacher. Does he not? 
he goes to the school the other day, the next day, and goes to see the principal and opened the principal's door, and the principal threw him up because he didn't knock. Do you remember that scene? Michelle Pfeiffer said, he didn't knock? We all know what happened. So don't tell me it's just the plain crime of killing someone. The extent, the cause, and the nature of a crime. And how we control it. Different facets, different ways of looking at it. So if you have a concern with that, you should let me know. Period. Just let me know. This week is going to be chapter 5, but before I, I get to chapter 5, if you don't mind, uh, chapter 5 is about trait theory. What are your traits? Are you a good person, bad person? Are you, are you that person that's uh, very ambitious? Are you timid? Are you um, exercising your rights in the proper way? Uh, do you have some type of uh, obsession about things? Are you uh, your personality of a certain way where you want to hurt people? Or steal from them? And what are the causes of all of that? That's what chapter 5 is about. Uh, and you'll see part of that on page 139, the neuro, uh, neurophysical um, sociological conditions of crime. Neurophysiology, the study of the brain. Know that one. Neurophysiology. All the mass murderers that have happened in your lifetime, in my lifetime, which have now transpired over some of the most violent crimes we've seen in years, transfers over to the, the working class heroes, transfers over to bad police officers and bad police tactics. It transfers over to the reaction when those actions uh, have consequences and the behavior of people in a crowd Mostly peaceful, but some that are not, as we've all seen. We all have seen it. Neurophysiology, something you should understand. You know, there's, and the other thing is, I'm going to go back a couple of pages here on chapter five. Um, on 137, it talks about bio, uh, biochemical conditions. Some people 
have no control because of the biochemical makeup in their systems. Or they don't have control because they eat a certain food product. You'll see that at the end of this, um, at the end of this page on your sugar intake. And they talk about diet. Um, it goes on to um, the next page on 138. Some important information here about how, how people act and react to certain situations. Um, uh, they talk about uh, hypo, uh, being hypoglycemic. Short paragraph. Know it. Understand it. Don't memorize it. Hormonal influences. Uh, we know, we all know about um, the idea of PEDs and, and uh, testosterone levels and uh, you can get stronger physically, sexually by taking this product. Performance enhancing drugs can kill you. Read about it. And for the females, the, the premenstrual uh, pre uh, syndrome. And uh, guys, you have no idea. I have no idea. But I've certainly read extensively about it. You need to pay attention. If someone has a behavioral scenario uh, on a monthly basis, understand why that person is the way they are. As best as you can. You're not a female, but as best as you can. Be intelligent. Don't be a jerk and make fun of the females. Not nice. environmental stuff. All we have to do is understand, and that's on the next page, is on page 139. The air that you breathe and the, and the water that you drink, how safe is it? Makes a difference of what goes into your system. On page 142, uh, genetics and crime, is there a correlation between the people who bore, the female who bore you, the, the family that you are brought up in, and, and crime? Is that a parallel? Is there an equivalence there somewhere? Interesting. Parental deviance. Parental deviance. Not juvenile or, or um, juvenile plus deviance. Parental deviance. What's that all about? And then, of course, on the next page, uh, they finally try to give you an answer. Dr. Siegel does try, and um, you will find out by reading those two paragraphs. Is crime inherited? Is it? Is it inherited? Because your family were all criminals, does that make you a criminal? 
Uh, your family are all alcoholics. Does that make you an alcoholic? That's up for discussion, by the way. There's been studies on both ends. Does your family do drugs? Does that mean y'all going to do drugs? Small surveys in there. Controversial ones. But you should read those two paragraphs again. And um, one thing I do want you to read in this chapter, those things that I pointed out are important. There's no question about that. On pages 146 and 147, uh, you'll see policies and issues. I pointed this out before, and this is pretty important, ladies and gentlemen. You may not read about it because you don't read the news. Hopefully you at least watch it on TV. If you don't, maybe you should. It'll give you more knowledge. The thing is, is on page 146, and it goes over to 147, two pages. We're not asking you to read a lot here um, because this encompasses the next several pages. Violent media, violent behavior. Violent media, violent behavior. Is that true? goes on 147, and it really has a, a short debate about it. It says, debating the link between... Media violence and violent behavior. Is the violence you see on TV transfer to you becoming violent? That's what I would ask you. So you you need to um, you need to understand that. So, media violence, media behavior. True? Not true? What? So, um, the idea of that is that, you you know, in those two pages, you really need to understand it. Because it's a big part of the whole idea of what trait theory is about. Is that actually about part of your character? Does that really have something specific to do with what and how you behave. When you watch the, the, these episodes on TV, um, we know what the media does. Does that transfer, transfer to your behavior? What does that tell you not only about what the media is doing, but about yourself. Remember, criminology is the extent, cause, um, and the idea of how things happen, because this is social science, of course, and the nature and the control of crime. It's important that we have 
that understanding because when you're writing something like the quiz we had the other day, which I will be correcting this weekend, if you go on the basis of what the definition says in criminology and the basis of what it says about crime, there's a difference. Does it lead to crime? Yes. But we have separate characteristics about the study of criminology. It's not just about getting arrested, as I said earlier in this broadcast. It's not. It's about the cause and the extent, the history. So if you're just going to, <coughs> excuse me, equate crime with being arrested and being caught, you only got 50%. We need the whole enchilada, <coughs> not half of it, okay? Uh, the evolution of crime, uh, boring. Know it. Page one, 143. The more important part is at the top of 143. As I mentioned just briefly before, the inheritance of crime. Your family are criminals. Does that make you a criminal? Or does their behavior, because uh, you know no other way when you're at home, I'll clarify that, and you're at home a lot, you're out approximately, depending on your social lives, but approximately 40% of the time you're not at home, but you're still at home 60%. Maybe a little more. You want to do 70, 30, that's fine. But that's what it is. Do you pick up those, those inherent behaviors? And if you do, are you going to recognize them <coughs> before it's too late? Meaning that are you going to end up being a criminal like some of the members of your family because of the, uh, of the idea of how you live? Studies say that more than likely that's possible. But studies also say that it's possible that you go in the other direction. You are the one that's going to ultimately make that choice. Is it best for you? Okay, give me one second here and I'll, um, uh, mental disorders and crime, uh, understand that. There's only like two paragraphs there, that's on page 155. Uh, crime and mental illness, that's a whole different ball game, okay? Crime and illness is a whole different ball game because you have... That, that scenario that we went, went over with the neuropsychology uh, just a short while ago, the study of brain activity. 
Well, if your brain activities not exactly right, and you have a mental illness, how responsible are you? Are you manipulative? Do you know what you're doing? Well, the court of law says that you are uh, not responsible because of your mental illness. That's one thing. But the court can also rule that your mental illness, although it has a portion of what to do, you knew what you were doing. Courts are funny that way. Really, the, the one thing I do want you to read, and it will give you some idea, some idea of what this whole mental stability or instability is on page 153. Um, you're all going to know sooner or later who the Iceman is. His name is Richard Kaczynski. And his life and what he did... Um, was a, a scenario that happened early in, two, in the 2000s, I believe. They had a film on him in, the, in 2006 at the age of 70. Uh, but he was a big guy, and he was a very disturbed man. Read about it. It'll give you an idea of the difference between just having a crime and being arrested, and the source of the crime, the extent of the crime, and the control that no one had of Mr. Kaczynski. Also next week, I'll be starting uh, a lecture on the midterm. And Make sure you listen to the podcast because what the podcast is going to tell you is how you set up your midterm paper. And let me, again, emphasize, this is a midterm. Uh, As I told you earlier in this broadcast, some of you are going to really like your marks. Some of you are not. And I told you earlier the reason. You cannot have a quiz and write me, type me, on your PC or on your, uh, on your email, send it to, to mine, a two-paragraph two answer on a quiz. You had important information that you should have gotten. That quiz should have been at least three pages long. Some of you wrote two paragraphs. I take too much time out of your life? Really? Do you want to pass the course? So when you get your mark and you're upset, call me and we'll talk. Text me. I'd rather you call so we can talk personally because the internet is so impersonal. So coming week, I'm going to give you the format. Make sure you listen to the podcast.
and followed the directions exactly because that's how I set it up. That's how I get you to write in a way that expresses yourself, in my opinion, to the best of your ability. Do that. Read chapter 5. Might be chapter six. I'm getting all screwed up here, ladies and gentlemen. No, chapter five. Okay. Read chapter five. Okay? Understand it. But more important is that the review of your midterm and the midterm paper and how it should be set up will be given to you next week. Have a great weekend. Finish chapter five. Any questions? Text me, call me. Be safe. See you for now.